go! Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty Declare. Welcome in. How y'all doing this week? It's another week, another great day to be alive. Thanks for tuning in. First, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We got Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Ansonoff at Boyan V. Ansonoff, thank you so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Chris is uh, living that cottage life currently. He's living off the land. Uh, if you uh, have a chance today, sort your sort your recycling. You know, make sure you're not throwing out things that uh, shouldn't be thrown out. Do your part for the environment, however small that part is today. Would also like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear ninety five. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd love to have you over there. For the mental health check this week, it's been interesting. Um, I know in the last show, I you know I was saying I was really tired, not really, you know, not, not, I don't want to say I didn't have a lot going my way because I always have things going my way. It just didn't seem like um, I had a lot of energy to put into things, and um, yeah, just a bit of a difficult week. This week was better. Um, I ended up having some vacation time off from work, so a nice four day weekend. You know, just. Um, Made a plan for the weekend and stuck to it for the most part, but, you know, allowed life to get in the way as well. Um, I know I mentioned that I was going to try and meditate every day. Well, that didn't happen, (laughs) but I did find myself trying to pause and breathe and connect as much as as I can to the moment. And even just the act of trying seemed to help a little bit. Meditation is one of those things that I would like to get back into a little bit more and, you know, keep trying on it. Um, but we're not here for, for perfection. We're here for progress. So I take a, a bit of an improved week as a note of progress. So I'm going to keep trying that. My focus for this week, other than doing squats and continuing to squat and, you know, doing, doing it for the booty. Um, I'm going to focus on self-care and self-care is one of those huge terms that um, can be thrown around. I know we've done a couple shows in the past about it and talked a lot about it, but I think sometimes we can overcomplicate what self-care is. And really, it's just taking care of yourself. <laughs> Duh. But uh, like something as simple as taking a shower, as brushing your teeth, putting a comb through your hair, putting on real human clothes, going to bed at a reasonable hour eating nutritious meals, going outside and getting some sunlight. Really, really simple things that we can take for granted when we aren't in the mental space to, I guess, wanting to be our best or when that motivation wanes, so too can our self-care routine. I'm, uh, I'm no stranger to losing motivation and not wanting to do you know, my daily tasks or to do what I quote unquote should do. But, you know, simply taking the time, have a shower, right? While you're taking the shower, instead of thinking about the 101 things you have to do, smell the smell of the soap that you're using. Feel the water on your skin. Like, just take that moment and take it for all it is. Self-care is one of those chances we have to slow down and just connect with ourselves, but Again, just taking care of ourselves. 
somewhere along the, the way, we might have thought that we're not worth being taken care of or our needs don't matter, but that's just not true. And just the more time that we can take for ourselves during this difficult time, I think the better humans will become and the better version of ourselves that we can put out there. To kind of take that one step further is uh, I had a show previously entitled Reducing Your Scope. And it's just a very simple thing of not trying to control everything going on, but reducing what you're focusing on to a couple key things and leaning into those. It goes in line with the Keystone Habits show we did previously on here, where basically talking about starting with one habit, something like making your bed and letting that take you through the rest of your day and um, just really reducing the things that you're focusing on. It, it does, you, don't have to f- you don't have to have attention to every update for the coronavirus. You don't have to keep up with everything going on in the world. Reduce your scope to the things that matter. Maybe that's what am I eating this week? What am I exercising for this week? Or if you want to take it one step further, which I recommend you do, choose one thing and be the best that you can at it. Let's say that you want to be a podcaster. You would focus your entire week on how can I be the best podcaster that I can be? Well, that could be things like A, taking care of yourself, getting a good night's sleep so you can actually speak on the mic, doing some homework and trying to you know connect with others to get some solid guests on your show thereby socializing and not isolating. Uh, you, you're going to want to have you know nutritious meals and maybe some exercise to get rid of some of that anxious energy and to make sure that you're rebuilding your body in the right way and that you're, you have the nutrition you need to have your brain firing in all cylinders. By focusing on one thing, one thing, it just allows us to free up our, ourselves to, I guess, just be our best version. So I would just encourage you to reduce your scope, but you know, plan ahead. Make some goals, know where your next steps are taking you, and we're going to get through this. You know, things are starting to turn around. Some provinces and states are opening up, whether that's the right move or the wrong move, I guess we'll see, but we're getting through it. So just, I would encourage you to keep going. Know that uh, if you ever need an ear, you have mine, and if you don't want to have mine, I'm sure there's a friend out there who you know who would be willing to speak and just be honest with you, and the more that we can offer ourselves up to others the more connected we feel. Yay. On the show this week, we have Caleb Oliver, the uh, friend of the show, guest of the show. We talk about running. We talk about the Marvel Universe. We talk about his meal of the week. We talk about quarantine. We talk about a bunch of things. It's a great show. Um, Caleb's one of those guys that I can just be completely at ease with. And uh, I think that shows in every time we talk. Um, he's wonderful. Go check him out over at uh, Caleb from Canada. And for the time being, Caleb hates cardio. Uh, Caleb likes to cook. He's a very good cook. Uh, all in all, let's get started. Have a great one. Love you. Always love you. Always will. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a bunch of fantasy football drafts, so if you have a hobby, lean into it. Fill your time with something productive. Let's uh, let's just do what we can to be our best selves this week. All right, I'll catch you next week. Have a good one. And without any further ado, please welcome Caleb. Oliver! <laughs> like if he's at, if he's at this point of uh, of the podcast, um, 
Yeah, he's really out of gas. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, I'm gonna read that word for word. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, he hit me right in the in the Avengers feels. Yeah, I've been rewatching the whole MCU. Oh my goodness! So it's Loki on the ground. He must be truly desperate to come to me for help. Oh my god, I love it. I love How it. I feel as your guest this week. I love it. Uh, how um how's the rewatch going? It's good. Um, I just finished Doctor Strange the other day. Okay. Um, so I think next. So I'm I'm doing it in order in which the movies take place. I think next is Thor Ragnarok, which I'm delaying that one because it's my favorite, and I wanna I don't want to be past it, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, like. When you say in order, you mean like chronological or release? Yeah. So yeah, chronological, not by release. Okay. Um, so like I, the first Iron Man, which is the first movie in the MCU, was like third or fourth that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, first was... Um, Captain America. Captain America, and then um, not Wonder Woman. Captain Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I enjoyed Cap- the first Captain America a lot more than I remembered enjoying it the first time mm. i remember not yeah. liking it the first time i watched it and then this is only the second time i've watched it because i didn't like it right mm-hmm. um it's actually really good yeah like winter soldier is probably my favorite marvel movie yeah and and, and then, it's definitely it's definitely my top five yeah um i think i didn't like the character of cap until winter soldier okay and then ooh, that's it okay yeah Underrated, overrated, perfectly rated Avengers movies. Go. Avengers movie, like Avengers movies or MCU? Sorry, MCU movies. MCU broad strokes. Um, overrated. It's hard to not just pick a bad one, right? Because like, mm-hmm. I can tell you which ones are the bad ones really quickly, but. Um. I don't really like the first Thor. It's kind of a grind to get through the first Thor. I'd say that one's overrated because it's pretty well loved, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man 3. No, definitely Iron Man 3. I fucking hate Iron Man 3. And people give it all this love, and I think it's trash. Um, underrated. Oh, no, I guess perfectly rated. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Because I don't mm-hmm. think there's, like, I don't th- think you can really make a strong enough argument to, to to take me off of the fact that it's the best Marvel movie, right? Yeah. Like, I'll die on that hill, right? Yeah. Um, I think the general public enjoys it as much as they should as well. Um, and then uh, underrated... I always really liked Iron Man 2, but people really shit on it. Um, I think it's really good. I really like Mickey Rourke. I get that the character wasn't exactly true, but like I don't know. I liked it. Okay. Um, and Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer only being in one movie yeah. is a criminal. Yeah. It's criminal that he only got one movie because he is one of the funniest sort of like... He's, he's kind of like... A background guy but also being like super in your face right and i love yeah. that about him iron man 2 is sneaky good because it had like yeah. monaco f1 
as yeah. just a setting. Yeah. Like that's yeah. insane. And then yeah, like the uh, like, like electro whip thing. That was those were dope. Um, and, and Tony like just jumping in an F one car and knowing how yeah. to drive it. I'm like, of course yeah. he does. Right? Of course. Why the hate for Iron Man three? Talk me through that. Because it's not Iron Man. It's just man. It might as well have just been called Tony Stark. He's Iron Man for fucking three minutes of the whole movie. Like Man Three. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> he just I don't like it. And like Ben Kingsley was good. I really like Ben Kingsley. Um the guy who played Aldrich Killian, I just don't like his face. His mm. face is just bad. Um yeah. just a punchable face. Yeah. Which I was guess that... is good for a villain, right? But Yeah. Was that the one with uh George St. Pierre? No, that's Winter Soldier. Has GSP in it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> he fights Cap. He fights Cap, and uh, Cap's like whooping his ass with the shield. And then he says, in French, he says, uh, "I thought you were more than a shield." And then Cap puts the shield on his back and says, "On va voir," which means we will see. Mm. Like, yeah, Cap knows French, motherfucker. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he yeah. does. And then he does that cool like. He does one of the coolest kicks in MCU history. He does like a backflip, kicks him in the head, and just fucking knocks him right out. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right on. Cap did a lot of flips. I mean, good on him. I mean, that, that is America's ass. You got to see America's Ooh. ass flip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I think I got you beat on the overrated, though. Um, yeah. Thor, The Dark World. I, yeah, I see. I forget I don't, that movie existed. Yeah, so like, but so did most people. So that's why I can't say it's overrated. Because remember, overrated is not just, it's bad. Yeah, that's just a bad movie. I've never found a single person who said they enjoyed that fucking movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, so mm-hmm. it's not overrated. If anything, it's perfectly rated because it's garbage and people treat it like garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's right. It is pretty perfectly rated as a bad movie. I mean, could I say it's overrated in terms of people who think that the MCU is infallible? <laughs> yeah, okay. But, uh, I mean, I'm a pretty diehard MCU fan, and even I'll admit it's got its flaws. Okay. Um, where, where's, flaws. where's Ant-Man on your list? I really like Ant-Man. Okay, that's my think... overrated then. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and I can get that too. Because it's not as much a superhero movie as it is a heist movie, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I just very... I love Paul Rudd too. I love Paul Rudd so much. He can mm. do no wrong. That's no, you're absolutely right there. I I think that Paul Rudd was better in in uh, Winter Soldier than he was in Iron or er, in Ant Man. Civil War. Civil War. I'm getting my movies mixed up. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, dude. I'll school you about MCU all day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yes, he was very good in Civil War. Okay, then school and me Ant-Man on this. And the Wasp is like kind of eh. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um. So, uh, yes, school me on this then. Uh, Perfectly rated Guardians of the Galaxy. Perfectly rated as a top five movie. Yeah, I could also, yeah, absolutely. Um, And another thing I noticed about, because I watched the second one a while ago and just really didn't get the hype. I was like, it was all right, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just recently rewatched it, the second one, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. it's so good one of the best villains ever he's like yeah. i literally fucked pe- women to death to try and take over the galaxy it's like yeah it's a pretty baller mo man mm-hmm. like 
Hundred percent. And they did. They they went against the norm with Guardians Two, um, which what they normally do is they you'll notice this about MCU movies is they make the villains super forgiving, like mm-hmm. super forgiving. Um, like Black Panther, you just like, I'm kind of on his side a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they do that a lot. And then in Guardians 2, they're just like, no, this dude is a fucking piece of crap, <laughs> right? Like, like nobody's on Kurt Russell's side. You somehow made me hate Kurt Russell, which is tough to do. How can you hate that jawline? Exactly. That's America's jawline. <laughs> um, yeah. But yes, yeah, Guardians is pretty perfectly rated. And like, you can put the soundtrack to either of the two movies on at any party. Oh. Anything, any party with any types of people there, and people are going to enjoy that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, my favorite Fleetwood Mac song of all time, The Chain was used in the trailer for for Guardians 2 and it was just perfect. Hmm. Yeah. That song is perfect. I think the Guardians 1 soundtrack may have only been outplayed album-wise than like Hamilton the musical. Like those are like my top yeah. two played things and like they were pretty interchangeable at points. Like it was yeah, a well, great soundtrack. Hamilton is all original music, right? Whereas another technicality. So. <laughs> Tomato, potato, really. Um, but yeah, I uh, I actually haven't haven't listened to that. I've heard songs, obviously, because they're in in the culture. But you can't avoid it. But uh, I might have to actually give that a shot. Dude, I'm talking like every time I listen to that thing, I, I want to cry. It's so good. Yeah, like Bria they, can uh, attest. Bria can attest. I have had months on end where that's all I listen to, and it's a problem. Hamilton. It's a problem. Like I can't actually, stop. I can't stop. And like when we were moving here, driving across uh, Canada, you know that got played back to back. Like, yeah, um, almost wanted to play it twice in a row, but we we had some self control. By self control, you mean Bria control? Yes, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. I've moved with yeah. girlfriends. Anyway, um, <laughs> one second. So underrated. You might get on me for another technicality here, but I, I think Civil War is underrated in that it gets paled in comparison to things like, you know, um, yeah, Winter Soldier, like, um, like Iron Man One, like Infinity um, War, Infinity War, yeah, like yeah. Endgame, like these things outshine it. But man, Civil War was a great movie, and it was the first like ensemble one that was under the name of somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was a Captain America. Mm-hmm. I used to refer to it as Captain America, totally not Avengers 3. Yeah. Because it was basically just Avengers 3, right? Um, but they just couldn't, they just didn't call it that. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's an incredible movie. The, the, the airport scene in Germany is like an that's all-time it. fight scene, right? Yeah. Um, and it, like, they, it, they introduced Spider-Man and absolutely crush it. Like, they did it perfectly, right? And I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was going to say, there's some Spider-Man fans screaming at his phone, or her phone, or their non-gender-specific phone, um, just screaming that we haven't mentioned Spider-Man yet. Cause, yeah, because... Yeah, he definitely is like, the best Spider-Man. Yeah, he absolutely is. The thing is, like, Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker, but he was a terrible Spider-Man. Um, Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man, but he was a terrible Peter Parker. 
right? And Tom Holland's just good at both of them, right? Because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man wasn't quirky and like um, wasn't making like saying stupid stuff while he's in fights with people, right? He wasn't chirping them. Um, and then Tobey Maguire, or sorry, not Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, his Spider-Man was cracking jokes and, and stuff like that when he was fighting. But Andrew Garfield's to- uh, Peter Parker would have been the most popular guy at my high school, right? He skateboarded, mm-hmm. he took pictures, he was all like, I was like, that dude would have been so cool. That's not a nerd, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Tom Holland just nailed both of it, right? Mm-hmm. When it, that first fight, when he's like, he's on Falcon and he's like punching him or something like this, and he's like, you have the right to remain silent that's when i knew that i loved spider-man that's that's when i knew he was perfect it's like every scene the war with some going hey guys what's going on can i join and yeah just being like point falcon says uh i don't know if you've been in many fights but there isn't usually this much talking (laughs) i love it yeah Uh, okay if hollywood hollywood was to knock on your door right now and cast you to play a role in any um, character we've seen in the MCU thus far because someone, let's say, broke their leg and needed a face to, to step in. I don't know why a leg oh. would stop them from getting on camera, but who would they I mean, uh, I, ask I'm you to play? Pretty, uh, I'm pretty spot on for Chris Hemsworth, I think. You know, <laughs> just like the face and body mostly. Um, so I think I'd be a good Thor. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, with my my dark features, just like Thor, you know. <laughs> I know this is a an audio show, but I, I think just like the hair screams, I I have the electricity running through my body. Right yeah, now. exactly. Nothing <laughs> nothing quite sells Norse god like pitch black hair. Yeah, I love it. How's the uh, the quarantine hair going? Oh man, uh, you, I sent you a snap earlier. It's long. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. Um, I'm firmly in like that in-between awkward phase right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm, I'm just going to let it grow out for a while and then eventually grab some clippers and give myself a mullet. Okay. Might, uh, might bring the mullet back. Every person I talk to online, they see that picture of me when I was a little kid and they're just like, dude, that mullet. And I was like, I know, right? Fucking sick. Well, that would be a bold choice. Um, mm. I'm not against it. Mm. I've uh, I've always had an affinity for a mullet. Yeah, I mean, I was saying earlier, I'm gonna, I'm bringing back mullets and uh, neon crop tops for men. Hell yeah! I mean, as far as quarantine haircuts go, mullet's not bad. No, no, it's a. I mean, I'd rather go mullet than uh, than buzz cut. I'm look good with a buzz cut. I got a big scar right in the front of my forehead, so when I'm buzzed, it just. Yeah, I got like moles on my head. I just got like a weirdly shaped head from taking so many bonks off it so i don't i don't think i have a good bald head (laughs) yeah i uh i did crop the beard off um but i'm happy with it honestly i uh with all the weight loss and having the big beard you don't really see the face gains as much right um once i really took it off i was like well look look who has a jawline all of a sudden like Mm -hmm. holy shit didn't even know so, yeah. I, I doing, that, that beard was like seven or eight months maybe yeah yeah so. and you're doing uh running now i am running yeah like a beast 
Uh, so I'm like, I'd like uh, to say since like our last podcast, I don't think you were running at that point. No. So I started running when the, right before the gyms all closed. Cause I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped going to the gym probably two weeks before they officially closed them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I went to Ottawa. Right. And then like you were at my birthday party. Right. Yeah. So the day after my birthday party, they closed all the gym. Like they, everything shut down. Remember yeah. the very next fucking day. I was like, Oh, I'm really glad I was just with fucking eight people in my buddy's apartment. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Okay. Um, well, well, hold on back up, back up. Cause you kissed me on the mouth that night. So yeah, I, I heard that from a few people. Actually, Yeah. You were risking it all. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't remember much of that. Night. <laughs> I think the fact that you were running the day out or no, the gyms closed the day after you went. Yeah. Did you start running the day after or the day you said like a couple days? Oh before? God. No, I did nothing that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I believe the day after my birthday was the Go Bear game, as people are referring to it, right? Mm, mm. Um, I don't know if you can hear the crow outside of my room. I can. Um, yeah, I started. Uh, I started running a couple. Well, I ran a couple times when I was in Ottawa, actually. So probably been on it for about almost two months now. Okay. Um, it's good. Yeah, doing five k a day, uh, five days a week. Um, did one 10 K that was fun and surprising. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's just like, I can't go to the gym and I only have a 25 pound kettlebell here. Pretty limited with what I can do with that and my body weight. Um, so I'm just been running. It's been a great excuse to eat a lot of carbs. I'll, uh, I'll say that because I do eat a lot of carbs now because otherwise my body will just break down. Mm. Um, yeah, it's fun. Have you? I know you've been walking the dog and everything, but I, running not really your jam, eh? I've been going running like once a week with her, and like yeah. with her a couple days a week too. But I've been thinking about getting more into running, just like especially with the weather turning nicer and, and such. Um, yeah, and like, um, you know, Lucas, right? Do that. Um, yeah, do that. Yeah. He and I were talking last night, and he wanted to go for a run with me today. And I was just like, because I know the weather for the mm-hmm. next week, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always do, so I know which days I'm running. And I was just like, can't run today. Like we can't do it. Um, but tomorrow's supposed to be really nice, so I might go for a run then. Um, it was I was just doing it like Monday to Friday mm-hmm. and skipping the weekends, but now I kind of have to just take advantage whenever the weather's good enough mm-hmm. because it's been really spotty weather lately so like now it's just if the weather's nice enough i go if it's not i don't honestly if you went running with lucas doucette who if you don't know him first off shout out to lucas second (laughs) he's the most competitive person i know he absolutely is and we were talking about this last night um because like (laughs) he uh he was like i don't know if i'm gonna beat you but there's no way you're gonna beat me he's like hey he's so competitive and I'm competitive like he is, but he has the talent and skill to back it up. Right. Like he just, he can't lose at stuff. It's impossible for him. Right. And it's, 
Oh, and it's unfortunate that he's so goddamn good looking on top of that. Like, fuck, man, it must have been so hard. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, if, if you ran a 5K with Lucas, you might just mess around and run, like, a 430. Like, just out of yeah. nowhere. Because, yeah, you were, you were, you were doing your, your 5Ks around, like, the six-minute mark-ish. And then you ran yeah. a 10K and ran a faster, like, time <laughs> per kilometer somehow. Yeah, yeah I, ran, I ran the still, I think, to this point, the fastest uh per kilometer um which it was bizarre i couldn't believe it i was aiming for so at that point i was coming in like just under a half an hour for a 10k like 29 and a half minutes or for the 5k um and then i started i took two or three days off yeah so i did five straight of of the 5k this is after a month and a half of training um and then took two days off did your squat challenge and really just set my bar way too high for that and did a really intense workout the day before, not really thinking of it. And then I wasn't going to run on the third day. I was going to take three days off to rest and then run. I wasn't going to run on the third day. My legs were sore from the squats and everything. And then I looked outside and it was absolutely gorgeous. And then I looked at the forecast. I was like, supposed to rain tomorrow, the day that I wanted to do the, the run. Right. Um, so I just stretched out. I stretched for probably an hour for that one. Put my shoes on and just went. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know how I did it, but I 56 minutes. I was aiming for an hour and 15. Hmm. I undershot myself by 20 fucking minutes. It was crazy. Hmm. And then yesterday I did a 28-minute 5K, which is the closest to, that I've gotten to my 10K pace. I don't know what it is, man. Normally when I run, I listen to podcasts. Um, like I've listened to yours a couple times. Um, but for that one, I was like, I kind of need to just zone in. Right. And so I put on my gym playlist, which I haven't really listened to since the gym closed. And I was just in the zone. I was focused on the songs, like what song was coming up next and all this stuff. And I just fucking went. And normally on a 5k, I do, I stop at the two and a half kilometer mark and walk for a little bit and then I start running again. So for the 10K, I ran about three and a half kilometers and got this stitch in my side right here, just like brutal, right? And I'm just like on the side of the road, just like jabbing myself in the stomach. I'm like slamming my legs down to try and work this out, right? And then I walked for maybe 250 meters, you know, just just to, to give my body some a uh, bit of a break. And then I literally ran the rest of it. I did not stop to run for seven kilometers. Like I just fucking went. Hmm. Um, and then when I, yeah, so my, my shoes have Bluetooth in them and they tell me how far I've gone on this run. I tell it I'm starting a run. Right. And when I was at the nine and a half kilometer mark, it let me know what my time was. And I was just like, I'm about to do this in under an hour. <laughs> right and then i realized i was like i'm about to do this in way under an hour because mm. <laughs> it was like 55 minutes or something at the nine and a half or 9.3 kilometer mark and i was like yeah. holy shit so i just turned the gears and just went like i was like kick this into high gear let's let's crush this um and then i got back to my apartment <laughs> and i'm screaming like i'm in the streets just like oh like just like fucking going nuts um and these people walked by and I was just like, sorry, I just, you know, I just ran a 10 K. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Were you absolutely gassed after or 
I was good until I stopped. <laughs> right? As soon as I tried to go again, my yeah. legs were like, nuh uh. Yeah. <laughs> kid. And then I came and I I did a uh, cold tub because I don't we don't have like a bunch of ice, so I just filled it with cold water and sat in it in my boxers. And I just got up and, and so I did that. I was in there for like five minutes and then I got up and walked around and then I went did it another like two or three times. I can't quite remember. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a cool experience. I was coughing my lungs up because, you know, like that you do that when you do a lot of cardio and, uh, I don't do it as much anymore, but, um, I'm coughing my lungs up and this guy's kind of like walking close. I was like, this is cardio related. This isn't coronavirus. Like <laughs> I swear, I swear this is just cause I'm out of shape. <laughs> Love it. Thank God for the good running shoes, though. Like, I scored really, really good at the uh, Under Armour outlet in Ottawa. I scored mm-hmm. a really good pair for 80 bucks, nice. and they changed my life. Incredible shoe. Nice. Yeah. I'm quite awesome. the Under Armour plug now. I wear a lot of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I got Wait the snap the... today, and you rocking all Under Armour. Was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Waiting for fun. those endorsement dollars. Yeah, it's a flashback to me playing football in middle school when Under Armour like first came out, and I was like, "I need all of this." <laughs> yeah, exactly. The like, uh, the the compression leggings for running are incredible. Yeah. I love them so much. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know if I sent you the snapper. Oh, you did. I know exactly which one yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like I understand girls who only wear leggings. I get it. I feel so <laughs> I feel so goddamn confident as soon as I put those things on. Like, oh my, I walk around the fucking apartment just like bending over and smacking my own ass. Like, oh my God, it feels fantastic. Uh, it so also makes wh- my quads look nuts. It's like a push up bra for my quads. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the visual on that is just perfect. Um, yeah. yeah. So, overall, what has your experience been running? like like what have you learned along the way about yourself about you know anything else like what's kind of been the takeaways i've learned that um i don't hate cardio um that's uh that's why i gotta change the instagram handle because i i I love this shit now um i realized how important like the gym was but not from a standpoint of being the gym about having a routine mm-hmm. and like regimented things I do in a day. Like I don't need like a hard schedule, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be like from 10 till, you know, 1030 I'm running and then I come home and I stretch and then I work out. It's not like that. It's just like, okay, you're going to wake up when you wake up cause you're unemployed. Right. Uh, just like 90% of the country. Uh, you're going to wake up whenever. And before you really sit down and just relax, you know, you're going to go for a run. You're going to work out. You're going to eat, shower. Then you can sit down and play video games for the rest of the night, right? Like, it's, I need that amount. And it, that's just kind of replacing, okay, you wake up, you go to the gym, you come home, you eat breakfast, you get ready for work. It's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, but now I can do it while I watch The Simpsons um, and, you know, I can stretch out a, you know, what should be a 45 minute workout to, you know, a two hour workout because I had Dr. Strange on the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, 
and I've learned that like because I've said my whole life like I just not I'm, I can't do cardio I'm no good at it right and it's just like mm-hmm. well fucking anyone can do it man it's as hard as going for a run mm-hmm. but um having good equipment to do it with is has been major to me like mm-hmm. you know I have proper running shoes and then I have a, a foam roller for when my you know legs get really sore and the compression leggings I can't understand why but I run better with them on I don't, I don't know the science behind it, but I just do run better. And I feel my legs feel better when I get back because I got bad knees. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the importance of rest days is incredible for running Mm -hmm. because when you're doing something like tracking your time, right. I took, I took three days off to rehab my calf because my calf, I pulled a muscle in my calf. I could barely walk for three straight days. And then it snowed those two days randomly in the end of April. Right. And I got left. I couldn't run those days either. So it gave me extra time to rehab my leg. And then I went for a run and I took 30 seconds off my time. Hmm. It's the first time since quarantine happened that I'd not run in a week. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't run for a week and oh, there goes 30 seconds. Like, and then yesterday I took off 20 seconds after two days of rest. Like, so it's, uh, the importance of rest days and, the uh, uh, finally allowing myself to consume carbs um, it has been nice. You know, like I had pasta. It, it, I've noticed, I was like, oh, you're kind of unintentionally carbo-loading because it's the days after I have a really high-carb dinner that I just crush my run, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like the, the Michael Scott fettuccine Alfredo oh right, before he, uh, right before he runs. Um, it was... Uh, Carbo load, you know. With the, yeah. yeah, I have watched The Office. I can't even count how many times at this point. I still can't figure out what he says when he runs past Dwight and Angela, as he's like has the Alfredo starting to go through his system. It's like the scene where, like, spoilers if you haven't watched The Office. Um, it's when Dwight is like putting and like talking about putting Angela's cat in the freezer. And yeah, they have yeah. an argument and then you can see Michael running up. He's like, you know, holding the stitch. Like he's, he's struggling. And as he runs by, he mumbles something. And to this day, I still don't know what he says. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Cause I don't know off the top of my head either, but yeah. they just put new girl back on Netflix. So that's all. That's I'm fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch new girl start to finish probably three times before I pick up the office again. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. The importance of recovery and just resting. Like, it's crazy. Like, you think, keep going, keep going, keep going. But those rest days can actually bring you, like you said, some improvement in your times. How important is the mental side of running? Um, like, do you mean, like, in the run or its effect on my mental health? Both. Both? Okay. So, well, like, in the run, like I said, um, with the 10K, like, the reason I think I was able to push myself so through is because I like it is monotonous right like running is monotonous sometimes but I find it easier to listen to a podcast or something to just kind of take my mind out of it right like it's just it's just it's a half an hour of my day it's really not that big of a deal right I mean it's more when you consider like I have to stretch for you know 20 minutes leading up to it and then I come home and I sit on the deck for 10 minutes and just you know um So like, but yeah, most of the time when I'm doing a 5k that I've done four times already this week, it's just put the headphones in and go, right? Psyching yourself up. Like if you really need to hype yourself up, then great. I did the exact same thing with the gym playlist 
that one, all I was thinking about was the run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was so laser focused on like my cadence and um, making sure like just knowing I was putting up good time. And, uh, and now of course you have to have, be thinking in the back of your head, okay, stay six feet away from that person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends on my mission. If my mission really is to just put up the best possible time, I'm thinking about the run, I'm listening to music and I'm keeping like my paces good and everything. And I'm doing my like high, high intensity intervals and my low intensity intervals and all that stuff. If it's just, you know, my Monday run, then I'm just podcasts in, let's just get this over with. But then a lot of times those ones end up being really good times. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like my mental health in general, like because I'm such a competitive person and tracking my times and competing with myself, right, has been so vital to that because it gives me something. I, it's, it's horrible and like I just I, – I hate how competitive I am, but it's like for me, it's like if I'm not competing, I'm not – like it's not fun to me. Mm-hmm. Any sort of physical sport or like, like a mental – like a, a video game or something like that, if it's not a competition, it just bores me right? Like, why are we doing this if I don't get to win? It's an obsession with winning, really. Um, so yeah, being able to track it and give myself something to do, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's all about keeping your mind busy right now. Mm-hmm. And so being so focused on that one thing has really helped me just, you know, it's instead of like, okay, I'm going to hit two plates on the bench by this day. It's now it's like, okay, so my original goal was to get my 5k time under 30 minutes let's focus on that right and then I did it and now I'm just like okay now we're running a 10k as soon as I got it under 30 minutes it was like it's time for the 10k and then after that now it's like okay I want to get to 25 minutes right that's my new goal um so it's just it's been giving me goals and things to look forward to and shit to keep my mind busy because I'm fucking bored right (laughs) there you go and how do you deal with the you know, the thoughts that creep in around that, you know, 2.8 mark. And it's the, uh, I don't know if I can keep going. Uh, uh, this is uh, well, I'm so tired. Uh, I'm, uh, see, yeah, I'm at the start, I, didn't, oh, I got hurts. those, right? At the start, I would get those. Yeah. But now I know I can do it. So that thought doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, I get to the, at 2.8 is usually I've just finished walking for a little stretch and I'm about to run again. And I, what I do is I look down the road, I pick like a landmark. Mm-hmm. It, there's like a mailbox and there's like a bus stop if I, if I want to stretch a little bit further, right? And it's like, okay, when I get there, I run again, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just, and it's like, okay, you made that mental agreement. So now just do it, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, anything to, I need stuff like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and because I, I've done it so many times, it's like, no, you're going to finish this. It's not like, there's yeah. no, there's no time unless I like seriously injured my leg or something, mm-hmm. you know, it's so. hard to be confident when you haven't put the practice time in. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, the more you do it, the more, you know, your limits, the more, you know what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> the, when, when it was the 10 K, it was like, as I was hearing all these, um, the distance updaters, mm-hmm. right. So she like, my phone will say like, you've run this many kilometers in this amount of time. This is your pace. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Cause it's like, Oh, my pace is over six minutes. I got to speed up. Right. Yeah. So I do. Um, 
yeah, I think I answered that right. Sorry, I, yeah. I just you know oh, how good. I am. I just oh, you're good. I just take off. I mean, that's what podcasts are for, right? Weird. Yeah, <laughs> just side conversations. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I love that. Um, you're making me want to go out and run. So my turn. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, I hope to get more of my friends into um, into it because I like it. I'm now training to do a half marathon, which is 23. Mm-hmm. 23 kilometers <laughs> is the new goal. So. Well, all the luck to you. Um, as soon as I got back from, from the 10K, I uh, immediately researched how far a half marathon was because was, mm-hmm. that's the next step, right? Um, and then I was like, like my 5K time's pretty good. I don't know, like, because now my new goal for 5K is 25 minutes, and I had to look it up. I was like, is that even humanly possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, right? Because... I'm clearly the fastest person alive and uh, <laughs> the epitome of speed. <laughs> and I looked up, I looked up the record holding uh, 5k time and it was 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think you got some wiggle room there. <laughs> okay. So it is possible. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I saw on, um, you know, JG Pajot, he used to play for the yeah. senators. Yeah. I saw on his Instagram today, he did a 5k in 21 minutes and i was so upset that he did it faster than me <laughs> and i was like he's a professional athlete and has been for the last 10 years okay you're a former fat guy who got into running two months ago <laughs> but that's just how high of a bar i hold for myself that's just like yeah but i gotta do it faster than pajot mm. Mm. yeah that's how that's how fucked up my brain is there you go. Well, you know, don't let it hold you back. Just uh, let it let it move you forward, right? Yeah. Oh, this is motivate me. I got to be faster than him. Yeah. All right. Um. So every time you come on the show, we seem to talk about cooking. So yeah. what's uh what's the meal of the week? Well, I just uh, because I knew we were talking today, I went and I made a breakfast skillet again today. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do that whenever I'm kind of in in a time mood. Um, I did buy some nice. I got a piece of salmon on sale at the Mm. store uh, that's in my fridge Um, and I'm going to make a super exciting uh, piece of salmon on a spinach salad for supper tonight Mm. Um, I did make uh, I made uh, shrimp pesto pasta the other day that Mm. was incredible Mm. Um, it was about 1800 calories in one sitting and I don't regret it at all it was wonderful yeah, and my roommate just got home from the deli with a loaf of jalapeno sourdough bread for me. So mm. it's gonna be a couple sandwiches going on this week, I think. Mm. Yeah. Let me uh, let me run by let me run you by the sandwich I made this morning for Brie and I. Please do. So last night we had Brie with um, uh, this. Uh, I might be you know mispronouncing it here, but you know curry and red onion jelly. Which so like a chutney, yeah, basically okay. just okay. just in your mind picture amazing. That's yeah. and you're good. Um, so this morning I made a brie, a th- sorry, a thick brie that jelly and bacon grilled cheese sandwich. Oh god damn, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a it was a top five sandwich as far as sandwiches I've had go. And that's yeah, no word of simple lie. too. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, a couple toppings. I, uh, I, I, with that sourdough, I discovered how much better it is if instead of 
like toasting it in a toaster. Mm-hmm. Just put some margarine or olive oil on the side and pan fry it. Mm-hmm. Like even just to even just to eat it as a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. So much better. But with that sourdough now, it doesn't even go in the toaster for me. It gets pan fried every time. And like mm-hmm. I'll literally just like you know, pan fry it, pull it out, a little bit of margarine or olive oil. And then some kosher salt and a little fresh cracked pepper and just eat that like a piece of toast. It's just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, shouts out to any of the vegan listeners, but I mean, there's nothing better than a sandwich fried in bacon fat on a skillet. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah. Oh God. I'm definitely eating as soon as this is over. <laughs> on that note. Soak up some of the gin from last night. <laughs> Oh, you got into one last night? Oh, yeah, I had a few. But I, um, Doucette, again, uh, he called me at like one. He like video chatted me at like one. Um, and I was about to get into bed, right? So I didn't have a drink made or anything like that. So I just sat there and slammed water just because I was, I was talking to him, right? And like I must have drank a liter and a half of water. Mm-hmm. So I woke up at nine o'clock this morning and I felt fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was like, out of boy, yeah. Caleb. Sneaky adult move is drinking water while you drink. It yeah. Changed well, yeah. And uh, I begin I begin these really brutal migraines because my new pre workouts really really fucking strong. Um, so I've had to cut back my caffeine intake. Um, but then yesterday I pushed it and I got this really bad headache. And then I just started slamming water and eating, and it just mm-hmm. went away. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out to my friend uh, Trevor Smith. And I guess shout out to Ariel Norman too. Shouts out to y'all. I miss Vancouver. Miss you. Um, we've been doing drinking four liters of water a day. That's yep. a bit of a challenge. Oh, just you, first you realize how little water you drink when you're not actually thinking about it. Yeah. But um, man, yeah, water's great. Um, yeah, the more you can get, the better. That's that's my that's my stance that was, on water. <laughs> I think that was my tip for a satisfying and healthy life on my first appearance. Mm-hmm. might have been it was either first or second i can't remember it was definitely one of them was drink water speaking of <laughs> what is one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy hell, life hell of a segue there eh? yeah you like i just lobbed that one up to you i love it you were you were uh pippin <laughs> i'm i'm mj uh, I'm, I'm not moving off mj but yeah go ahead okay well <laughs> um i'm more like monty bogues but we'll have to do a whole new pod to talk about that documentary yeah um I don't know, man. How am I supposed to give anybody recommendations right now? I don't know anybody's situation. It's not about um, everybody. It's about you. What's something for you? Well, I mean, like, I guess uh, for myself, um, the routine thing, like yep. s- setting some sort of routine, setting boundaries for yourself has been really helpful. Um, like, so for the first couple weeks, I was drinking pretty much every day. Um, and now I've, uh, I've, decided like i'm only drinking friday saturday and maybe sunday right like just weekends it helps keep um the construct of time and days of the week alive for me um because it gives me something to look forward to on the weekends um but yeah just setting yourself a list of things to get done in the day and i mean you're allowed to have lazy days where nothing gets done right i do too um but like my bed's made my clothes are mostly organized, like my whole area is tidy. But I also know that today I don't have to go for a run, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not one of my run days. And yeah. in, you know, 
two and a half ish hours, I can have a drink, right? Cause mm-hmm. that'll be five. <laughs> it's just that let's do our best to not just let ourselves, you know, completely fall apart during this. I get that it's stressful. It's stressful for me. Um, but yeah, setting yourself these boundaries and, and routines is just so important to maintaining our, uh, our humanity. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I fear there's going to be a lot of agoraphobics coming out of this. Like, really? Shut um, up, yeah, and I'm trying real hard to not become one myself because I do get kind of paranoid when I'm out in the world, mm-hmm. what you want to call it. Um, luckily, my mom came in clutch and made a bunch of face masks for me and the roommates. And, uh, you know, I, I figured out how to quell my anxiety when I was going grocery shopping, because I was getting really, really bad anxiety whenever I would go to the grocery store um, and just putting my headphones in and playing upbeat music. And like, I'm literally dancing through the grocery store now. It just, it undoes any anxious feelings that I'm feeling, just fucking headphone in and just mm-hmm. shut the world out and try to enjoy myself, try to be happy that I'm among people instead of stressed out about it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's okay to set expectations for yourself. It's okay not to meet those expectations, yeah. but yeah, do, your, do your absolute damnedest to meet those expectations. Well, and and like not, carve out not those like little sections of fun for yourself too, right? Like find yeah, those like, little pockets of joy. Like we're having a, um, a video beer pong tournament tonight, which you're nice. invited to. I don't know if I actually mentioned this. To oh, you, but, no, uh, cool. Uh, if you have if you have the supplies at your house, we're all just kind of setting our cameras up and playing beer pong. Um, Mom and Dad, I do not have those supplies. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Good thing you're not releasing this in a video format. They'll never oh, know. Oh, never know. Um, yeah, um, having having fun for sure. And not everybody needs to come out of this, you know, with a six pack. And you know, not everybody. And if, if you do come out of it with a new hobby or a new whatever, then fantastic. But it's not, you don't have to, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of living the best life I've lived in a long time yeah. because of this. Other than, you know, not being able to um, touch my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, because as anyone, as you know uh, better than anyone, um, I'm a very, you know, physically expressive person. Yes. Um, so that's that's one of the hardest things for me. Right. And I always have been like, just, I, I, my family is, we're just huggers. We are. And like, I had to see my mom the other day and couldn't hug her. Mm. And like, she was literally standing. She looked like she was like a binging for a crack hit. Like she was just like just scratching herself like this. So like, I just want to fucking hug you. I was like, I don't mm. hug you too, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's tough. I don't know it's how tough, I got but... there, but pretty much yeah. all my conversations end up there right now. That's fair. I mean, like I said, it's a tough time. It's no no use trying to to hide from the fact that it's something we've never gone through, and it's it's not easy. But like you're saying, yeah. is man, there's ways through it. It's an opportunity to find new things, to set yeah. new goals, to figure out what actually makes you tick. So to learn that you love running, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you um, know, the, yeah. someone asking me questions about the MCU for a half an hour is a pretty decent distraction right there now. There you go, man. There you go. I will I be mean, doing. I'm not going to do a head to toe ranking because that just stresses me out. <laughs> but I'm going to do a top five and a bottom five. That's fair. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of the middle that's definitely interchangeable. So um, exactly, I, I, I look right? forward yeah. to that. Oh man, I'm proud of you. Um, 
like I said, I'm itching to go for a run now. So I might be looking at the, at the weather app. Um, um, where, where can yeah, people find you online? Um, so uh, on this <laughs> podcast um, is pretty much my strongest presence. Uh, <laughs> uh, Caleb Kukanda on Instagram that has links to my cooking and fitness page on there. Um, gotcha. Both of which are the fitness page kind of fell off because I just I don't enjoy home workouts as much as I enjoy my gym workouts, right? Um, and uh, the cooking page is getting a little bit more active just because why the fuck not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, been thinking that I might start recording some like cook-alongs or like a, oh, yeah. teaching recipes, right? Just give myself something to do. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, once I get the mic and everything all set up. So yeah, right on. stay tuned for that. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, real quick, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for? I mean, grateful that pretty much everyone in my life is happy and healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, I see the numbers getting higher. My mother works in a hospital, you know, um, so that's terrifying. You're like, Bria works, you know, does what she does. I can't even imagine the stress you're under. Um, but so far, everybody's doing good. Von Miller was recently tested negative after testing mm-hmm. positive. So that's great knowing that uh, I'm not going to lose him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was stressful because he is, he does have asthma. Um, and yeah. you know, my best friend in the world, um, back in Ottawa, uh, a guy named Cody, um, has cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. So every day is, you know, like, I've, like, fuck, I hope Cody's okay. You know, <laughs> cause he, uh, He's, he's really high risk, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, we all have high risk people in our lives. So thankfully, yep. mine and everyone else that I know is pretty, pretty, pretty well healthy. We're all just miserable. Yep. So, so yeah, you can't control, really, you can't control if you get it or not. But you can, yeah. you can control if, you know, you're living each day to the fullest. So yeah. Um, yeah, at just this point, I pretty much on. accepted I'm, I either have already had it and moved through it yep. or I'm going to get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause there've been days when I've had scratchy throats and like a oh, bit yeah. of cough. Right. Yeah. Um, it was like, maybe that's, maybe I had it, you know, and she gone. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, either way, man, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you once again for filling up time yeah, on the man. show with your <laughs> realness, with your jokes, with your wonderful rankings of the MCU. With my nonstop sidetracks. You are the grumble in my stomach and the itch in my runner's shoe. Um, I, I love you, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, uh, I we'll love you do too, this buddy. again. I don't know. Next week, we'll just uh, we'll just start doing this every week now. Let's just... Yeah, dude. Anytime, really. I'll, I'll come and talk. Um, I can't wait to hug you again. I just oh, want to no. hold your little. No, just no. want to get lost in that beard. Mm. Well, lift you right off the ground. And based on our last interaction, you, you find your way through that beard pretty easy. So, oh we'll, yeah, uh, I'll get in trouble. There. Yeah, alrighty. Alright, buddy. Bye. Love you. You too. Bye.